Welcome to Fairytale Fandango. I'm Jennifer Mori. And I'm Stacy Smith. I'm going to read a story from an old book of fairy tales and folk tales. And I'm going to add colorful peanut gallery commentary. I'm reading directly from the source material, which can get pretty bonkers at times. I am not altering the text for the purposes of humor. Trust me, I'm not talented enough. But if you don't believe me, you're welcome to read the sources for yourself. I've listed them in the show notes. I think you're that talented. Why, thank you. I appreciate you. Let's begin. Buckle up, kids. So for today's story, this is an oldie but a goodie. We've all heard it before in some form or another. There are numerous uh, movies about it. It's been done on TV shows. There are novelizations. There's... Do you think there's porn of it? Oh, I am positive there's porn of it. <laughs> I, I mean, there should be. There shouldn't be because it's Hansel and Gretel. Oh, dear and God. sibling porn is weird. Probably should have asked what story we were doing first before I had the, made the porn comment, huh? Well, now you know. Oh, I feel dirty. So Hansel and Gretel, or Hansel und Gretel, which is the German. I don't speak German, so if you're offended by my German speaking, that's fair, because I don't speak German. Uh, it comes from the first volume of Kinder und Hausmarschen, which is Children's and Household Tales, which was published in 1812 by the Brothers Grimm, Wilhelm and Jacob. So this was, was this was an actual children's book at the time. Yeah, and it was collected from stories that they gathered across the German countryside. So they basically went around like proper cultural anthropologists and asked about stories like, what stories do you tell your kids? And so they kept hearing the same stories over and over again. There were some regional differences. But overall, these stories are the ones they heard again and again. Just like Heath Ledger and uh, what's his name? Matt Damon in that movie. Oh, I totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> the, the Brothers, Brothers Grimm. Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, except they weren't actually monster fighters. Uh, they were, and they weren't scamming people. They were literally cultural anthropologists. Um, they were just collecting stories from people. They were, they were collecting stories from people. So it was published in December 1812, uh, which predates the Victorian era, in case anyone's like, oh, it's an early Victorian. No, this predates the Victorian era by 25 years. But of course, Hansel and Gretel appeared in many later editions that the Brothers Grimm edited and streamlined and made more appropriate for children, I guess, or a little easier to film for our standards. (laughs) So this is the original, unedited, uneditorialized version of the story. Basically, this is a translation from the uh, Princeton University Press Edition, uh, translated by Jack Zipes. So this is from the original German, like the original... First edition, translated directly from the German into English. So this gets a little weird. The, all, the, all, the, all the Kinder and Hausmarschen from these from the first edition are kind of wild. So it's going to get a little weird. But anyway, the complete citation is in the show notes. So if you don't believe me that this story is kind of odd sounding, you're welcome to not believe me. But I do recommend checking out the Jack Zipes translation of the first edition because it is hysterical and he does a really good job. He's a very good academic. Uh, I can't recommend that book highly enough. You're sneaking learning into this while you're telling me stories. How dare you? Always. Uh, Always the teacher. A poor woodcutter lived on the edge of a large forest. He didn't have a bite to eat and barely provided the daily bread for his wife, 
and two children, Hansel and Gretel. It reached a point when he couldn't even provide that anymore. Indeed, he didn't know how to solve this predicament. So wait, hold on. My man lives on the edge of a forest and he's a woodcutter and for some reason his business model isn't working out? Apparently. Or at least not profitable enough. I mean, maybe there are other woodcutters in the village and he's just like the least qualified woodcutter. He's the newest member of the woodcutting union and he gets the lowest pay. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I think this does predate unions. So they're probably like, well, you you cut birch for us and we don't really dig birch. We prefer oak and maple and you give us birch and birch is a trash wood. I don't actually know. We're in the Southwest. We don't have many actual trees. We have saguaros. We have saguaros and we have mesquite. Uh, mesquite is real good for smoking meat, but not great to build a house. Is that not what this place is made out of? no this place is made out of asbestos oh yeah that's why it doesn't burn well one night as he was tossing and turning in bed because of his worries his wife said to him listen to me husband early tomorrow morning you're to take both the children and give them each a piece of bread then lead them into the middle of the forest where it's most dense after you build a fire for them go away and leave them there We can no longer feed them. What a terrible mother. Thanks, Mom. Oh, God. No, wife, the man said. I don't have the heart to take my own children and abandon them to wild beasts, for they'd soon come and tear them apart in the forest. If you don't do that, the wife responded, we shall have to starve to death. So your options are abandon your children or... And not starve to death as quickly or... Keep your kids and starve to death more quickly. She didn't give him any peace until he said yes. Damn, holding back on my man, huh? No, peace with an A. Oh, well, I mean, still. I mean, also yes. We don't know how many children they've had. (laughs) This is true. I mean, they only list Hansel and Gretel. Or excuse me, Hansel and Gretel. Oh, it's Hansel. Okay. Well, my family's all from the Midwest and we have that, that nasal A, like Chicago. Oh my God, you guys are from Chicago? Dude, everyone in this town is from Chicago, I swear to God. That or California. The two children were still awake because of their hunger, and they had heard everything their mother had said to their father. Gretel thought, now it's all over for me, and began to weep pitiful tears. But Hansel spoke, be quiet, Gretel. Don't get upset. I'll find a way to help us. Hansel is like the problem solver, and Gretel is just... The panicky one in the emergency situation. I mean, that sounds like our marriage. I pan- <laughs> Dude, I, I panic if I drop a glass of water and you're just like, okay, here. It's like, oh, house is on fire. Let me go get the fire extinguisher. <laughs> I don't have to. Remember, it's made out of asbestos. That's right. <laughs> Upon saying this, he got up, put on his little jacket. How small is this child? I mean, when you define it as a little jacket, are we talking like, like lengthwise? Are we talking widthwise? Like, what are we talking here? Well... And I was under the impression Hansel's like 10 years old. Is he like five? Maybe. I don't know though. That just got, this, this, this just got way more fucked up. (laughs) If they're little, if they're like little babies. I don't think they're babies. I think they're, but I think they're old enough to not need to respond in an emergency situation, but they do because they've been raised in a traumatic environment. Put on his little jacket, opened the bottom half of the door and crept outside. The moon was shining very brightly, and the white pebbles glittered in the front of the house 
like pure silver coins. Hansel stooped down to the ground and stuffed his pocket with as many pebbles as he could fit in. Then he went back into the house. Wow, the mom should have him thrown into the lake. It'll make it easier to drown him with all those pebbles in his pocket. What is he doing? You'll see. Oh, oh, that's right. They follow. Oh, okay. I get it. Spoilers. Smart Spo- kid. Spoilers, Stacy. Don't worry, Gretel. Just sleep quietly. And he lay down again in his bed and fell asleep. Early the next morning, before the sun had even begun to rise, their mother came in and woke the two children. Ugh, rude. Right before sunrise? <laughs> I have to do that for work right now, and I'm real unhappy. Ugh. That, like, you mean I gotta get up before the sun's even up, and then when I finally get out of work, the sun is already going down. Mm, yeah, same. I love wintertime. I really do, honestly. But damn, you guys. Yeah. Damn. Get up, children. We're going into the forest. Here's a piece of bread for each of you. But be smart and don't eat it until noon. You know, if you're going to murder your kids, why bother even giving them the food? Like, why waste it? Or are you trying to keep keep the, the ruse going? Anticipation. I don't know. Mm. If I'm going to kill my kids, I'm not going to feed them beforehand. Good to know. I don't have children. <laughs> We're child free. It's fine. Gretel put the bread under her apron because Hansel had the pebbles in his pocket. Then they all set out together into the forest. After they had walked a while, Hansel stopped still and looked back at the house. He did this time and again, until his father said, Hansel, what are you looking at there, and why are you dawdling? Pay attention and march along. Oh, father, said Hansel, I'm looking at my little white cat that's sitting up on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me. Why is this small German boy from Texas? Well... (laughs) <laughs> because so i imagine him kind of like i imagine him kind of like forrest gump like he's a simple boy but he's practical oh okay yeah that's that's just how i picture him so young tom hanks is how you're picturing also this. they have a cat why can't they eat the cat i mean it's the family pet you can't eat the cat I mean, oh, but you can murder your children. You can leave your children to die in the woods. I am far more concerned for that cat than I am for these children. <laughs> can see where my priorities lie. It's a good thing we only have animals. I do adore our animals. All four of our mongrels. Yes. Street, streetwise mongrels. Well, except for Raquel. Oh, Raquel. Oh, yeah, Raquel. Is... She, she's just pretty. She's just pretty. Bless her, though. You fool, the mother said. That's not a cat. It's the morning sun shining on the chimney. I totally forgot the mother's voice. I'll be 100% honest. <laughs> like, first she was kind of English, and then she became a Southern Belle, and now she just... Everybody's Southern now. That's Everybody's fine. Southern now. But Hansel had not been looking at the cat. <gasps> Subterfuge. He had been He had been looking back, trying to memorize the pathway back home for this trick that he's going to pull. And nobody's noticing him dropping these pebbles as they're walking along. I mean, his parents are willing to murder him in the woods, so... Or, excuse me, leave him to die. Not murder, it's a passive death. That's and manslaughter. That make, and that makes it okay, that's manslaughter. <laughs> that makes it manslaughter. Unless I think it's intentional, then I do think it's, like, murder three it, or something. It is intentional, but, like, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal scholar. I don't know. But hey, if you are, feel free to let us know. Is it manslaughter? Let us know. It's at least neglect. Oh, bare minimum. Bare minimum. But Hansel had not been looking at the cat. Instead, he had been looking at the shiny pebbles from his pocket that he had been dropping on the ground. When they reached the middle of the forest, the father said, Children, I want you to gather some wood. I'm going to make a fire so you won't get cold. 
Okay, what time of year is this, too? It's got to be winter time. Or at least fall. I don't, I don't know. See, again, in the Southwest, the winter time gets to, like, the 30s. If, if you don't have global climate change. Oh, yeah, so it's going to be real temperate come, uh... Come winter time? Come winter time. I mean, like, the week before Thanksgiving this year, it was, like, 90-something. Yay! So, I mean, it's a higher climb, and in the, in, they're in the forest, so it... It's probably, like, autumn at the very least. Oh, yeah. I mean, if there were snow on the ground, they would have mentioned snow on the ground, right? You tell me. I'm not a German children's book writer in whatever time this was. 19th century. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Hansel and Gretel gathered together some brushwood and built quite a nice little pile. The brushwood was soon kindled, and when the fire was ablaze, the mother said, Now, children, lie down by the fire and sleep. We're going into the forest to chop wood. When we're finished, we'll come back and get you. Lies and falsehoods. I mean, how is she any different than other millennial mothers? Oh, Jesus. I mean, not my mom. My mom tells the brutal truth. (laughs) And that's why I love your mother. (laughs) And that's why she likes you more than me. (laughs) Hustle and Gretel sat by the fire. And when noon came, they kept eating their pieces of bread until evening. How big are these pieces of bread that they're just like munching on it from like noon to five. I'm picturing like the loaf of bread that you get at like Macaroni Grill. But not like, like that. Oh, oh, like a sizable? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Macaroni, macaroni Grill. <laughs> macaroni Grill appetizer bread. That's what I'm picturing. That's a pretty sizable chunk. Okay. But their mother and father did not return. Nobody came to fetch them. When it became pitch dark, Gretel began to weep. But Hansel said, just wait a while until the moon has risen. And when the full moon had risen, Hansel took Gretel by the hand. The pebbles glittered like newly minted silver coins and showed them the way. They walked the whole night long and arrived back at their father's house at break of day. Their father rejoiced with all his heart when he saw his children again, for he had not liked the idea of abandoning them alone in the forest. Their mother also seemed to be delighted by their return, but secretly she was angry. It's so secret. It's not a secret, Susan. Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows you want to murder your kids. Also, I like how the dad didn't stand up for the kids. Like, that's some bullshit right there. How would you trust your father after that? I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. It's like, yo, dad, you tried to have me murdered by wild beasts. You're an asshole. Fuck you. Yo, dad, what the fuck? And then, and then you come back and you're like, oh, kids, I'm real glad to see you again. It's like, I don't know, old man. You were, just yesterday, you were totally willing to let me die in the forest. Are you, though? Are you, though? Are you happy to see me? Not long after this, there was once again nothing to eat in the house. And one evening, Gretel heard her mother say to their father, the children found their way back one time, and I just let that go. <laughs> okay, did you, Susan? <laughs> Clearly not. I just let that go. These damn kids and coming back to where they feel safe and secure. (laughs) What little assholes. I know. (laughs) Hashtag raised by narcissists. (laughs) But now there's nothing left in the house except for a loaf of bread. Tomorrow you must take them farther into the forest so they won't find their way back home again. Otherwise, there's no hope for us. Have you tried chaining them to something in the woods? Give that a try. Maybe they'll stay put. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All this saddened the father, and he thought, It'd be much better to share your last bite to eat with your children. 
But since he had given in the first time, he also had to yield a second. Okay, but no! No! No, no, Tony! Hansel and Gretel overheard their parents' conversation. Then Hansel got up and intended to gather pebbles once again. But their parents had locked the door. Against those wild beasts, I guess? I guess? Nevertheless, he comforted Gretel and said, Just sleep, dear Gretel. The dear Lord will certainly help us. I don't know. God helps those who help themselves. Early the next morning, they each received little pieces of bread, but they were smaller than the last time. On the way into the forest, Hansel crumbled the bread in his pocket and stopped as often as he could to throw the crumbs on the ground. Hansel, why are you always stopping and looking around? asked the father. Keep going. Oh, I'm looking at my little pigeon that's sitting on the roof and wants to say goodbye to me, I'm Hansel not the, answered. I'm not the only one that talks to pigeons. This is wonderful. Okay, but again, if you have a pigeon, why not eat the pigeon? Don't eat the pigeon. Well, or abandon your kids in the forest. These are your options. Eat the cat and the pigeon or abandon the kids in the forest. I've never met a pigeon I didn't like, but I've met plenty of kids I don't like. I mean, what if they were your kids, though? I mean, obviously, this doesn't matter to Susan, the mother. Yeah, but... You fool, his mother said. That's not your little pigeon. It's the morning sun shining on the chimney. So yesterday it looked like a cat and today it looks like a pigeon. It's a very interesting chimney. Or he's just lying. See, it's another reason not to have kids. They lie constantly. Now their mother led the children even deeper into the forest until they came to a spot they had never been to before in their lives. Once again, they were to sleep by a large fire and their parents were to come and fetch them in the evening. When noon came, Gretel shared her bread with Hansel because he had scattered his along the way. Noon went by and then evening passed, but no one came for the poor children. Hansel comforted Gretel and said, just wait until the moon is risen, Gretel. Then I'll see the little breadcrumbs that I scattered. They'll show us the way back home. I feel like we're about to learn the extremely important lesson that if you leave food out in the forest that animals are gonna eat it am i wrong i just feel like there's the uh the narrator from arrested development then then they'll show us the way back home they didn't (laughs) (laughs) spoiler the bread was gone when the moon rose and hansel looked for the breadcrumbs they were gone because the many thousands of birds that fly about the forest had found them and gobbled them up okay well wait so now there's thousands of birds in the forest. So I think dad needs to become a hunter rather than a woodcarver. Because ne- clearly there's a niche market there. Dad needs to become a trapper at the very least to feed his family and not have to abandon his kids in the woods. These are people who don't think outside the box and I can't abide by that. I mean, was his father a woodcutter? Is that why he's following in the family tradition? Eh, maybe. But you can learn new skills. Okay, apparently uh, Tony can't. <laughs> Papa Tony can't. Papa, Papa Tony knows woodcutting and nothing else. <laughs> Papa Tony doesn't know how to do anything but make wood. What? Birch wood. Why is Papa Tony Bernie Sanders? <laughs> I mean, he is a good guy, I suppose. Except I would argue that Bernie Sanders is a much better man than this father. But go on. <laughs> go on with your story. <laughs> Nevertheless, Hansel believed he could find the way home and pulled Gretel along with him. But they soon lost their way in the great wilderness. They walked the entire night and all the next day as well, from morning till night, until they fell asleep from exhaustion. Then they walked for one more day, but they didn't find their way out of the forest. They were also now very hungry, 
for they had nothing to eat except some berries that they had found growing on the ground. Okay, what are ground berries? What berries grow on the ground? I mean, I know about bush berries and vine berries, but what berries grow on the ground? Also, strawberries? Strawberries grow on the ground. Well, no, strawberries grow on a vine. No, so no, no they grow on a, they like a bush that's low to the ground, I thought. Yes, but a bush is also a bush, not a ground. Oh, okay. So they're bush berries, not ground berries. Maybe it's mushrooms and they're just tripping balls at this point. I mean, you pick random wild berries in the forest, too. You're also going to trip balls or die of poison. Which also, is that why they're lost? Oh, it very well could be. And I'm just imagining that scene from Legend of Korra where uh, the three siblings are walking around... um, the spirit world. The spirit world, and they pass the same mushroom like five times. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. Magic, magic mushroom. Is that you? <laughs> By the way, that mushroom is moi. <laughs> I'm so glad your friend made him as a nightlight for us, Amanda. You are you are amazing. You're and a treasure, you. Amanda. I still use that nightlight in our guest bathroom. On the third day, they continued walking until noon. Then they came to a little house made of bread. With cake for a roof and pure sugar for windows. Let's sit down and eat until we're full, said Hansel. I want to eat a piece of the roof. Gretel, you can have part of the window since it's sweet. But the cake's not sweet? But the bread's not sweet? I'm on keto. I can't have this house. (laughs) Hansel had already eaten a good piece of the roof, and Gretel had devoured a couple (laughs) of small round windows and was about to break off a new one. When they heard a shrill voice cry I'll, from inside. I'll break off something new. What's up? <laughs> Don't eat your neighbor's houses, kids. I feel like that's like to be in the HOA bylaws. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself and don't eat your neighbor's home. Don't eat your neighbor's windows. It's chilly outside, yo. And also here's a fine for the windows being the wrong color. Oh yeah, especially if you burn the sugar a little bit and it gets that nice like yellow caramelization. Like, oh, I'm sorry, we have to have pure white windows. <laughs> Here's your $35 fine unless you can fix that window. Oh lord. Ugh. Nibble, nibble, I hear a louse. Who's that nibbling on my house? I didn't know you had that in you. That voice is terrifying. I know. I was the Wicked Witch of the West in my middle school production of The Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz. Oz. Yeah. Because I could do that and a creepy witch's laugh. I'm impressed. Do you want to hear my witch's laugh? I do want to hear your witch's laugh. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel were so tremendously frightened that they dropped what they had in their hands. And immediately thereafter, a small ancient woman crept out of the door. She shook her head and said, Well now, dear children, where have you come from? Come inside with me. You'll have a good time. <laughs> I've fallen for that one before. Don't do it. All I hear are klaxons. <laughs> I mean. We're at DEFCOM 3. Do not go in there. <laughs> Listen, I know you were eating your neighbor's house, but like if your neighbor isn't mad that you were eating their house and offers you to come inside, that's a trap. <laughs> Turn around. Go home. <laughs> Bite a nickel for every time I did that. I'm a child of the 80s. This is some stranger danger shit. I'd have about 15 cents. She took them both by the hand and led them into her little house. Then she served them a good meal of milk and pancakes with sugar and apples and nuts. Afterward, she made up two beautiful beds. And when Hansel and Gretel lay down in them, they thought they were in heaven. So they went from this awful abusive relationship to this wonderful caring woman taking care of them. What could possibly go wrong? The old woman, however, was really a wicked witch. 
on the lookout for children and had built the house made of bread only to lure them to her. As soon as she had any children in her power, she would kill, cook, and eat them. It would be like a feast day for her. Therefore, she was quite happy that Hansel and Gretel had come her way. Now, I have a question. <laughs> I have a, I have a multi-point question. Go I, ahead. I have a question. How plentiful are children in these woods that you literally built a house in order to lure children? That was what I was going to ask. Like, you have a, a house in the middle of the woods. Do kids just walk through this forest often? Well, and then the second question is, does it have anything to do with the woodsman and his wife abandoning their children in the forest? Oh, this is not the first time they've done this. So if this isn't the first time they've done this, and they do this frequently enough, like every couple of years... That would be enough for in, to make it profitable and worthwhile to build a house made of bread and cake and sugar to lure children. Because you're getting a new kid every few years. These are like super late term abortions. <laughs> also, that shows just what kind of mother Susan really is. She's a terrible mother. I mean, Tony's pretty bad too. Tony's pretty bad, but she's a terrible mother. And Tony's just been putting up with this. See, just, just just as bad as her, I would argue. I mean, at what point are you allowed to just, like, leave your wife in the forest? I know. Why doesn't he trick her someday and leave her instead of the kids? Be like, all right, you chill here. I'm going to abandon the kids and then leave her ass. It's probably a lot easier to feed two kids than it is one adult. I mean, until they get older. But then you can just marry Gretel off. It's like, okay, you're 15 now. Go into the village and go find some nice boy. 15? Yeah, it's 1812, baby. Oh, dear God. Oh, you're lucky they're waiting till she's 15. Oh, God. She's lower class. You're lucky they're waiting till she's 15. Ugh, gross. Hashtag history is fun. Ugh. Early the next morning, before the children were awake, she got up and looked at the two of them sleeping so sweetly and was delighted and thought, that'll certainly be a tasty meal for you. Speaking about herself in the second person, of course. <laughs> That's what I do when I look at food. I speak in second person about how tasty that shit gonna be. For me. <laughs> for me. Oh, that'll be good for you, Jen. That'll <sighs> be great. That makes it creepier. It, do it does. Like, in a way, that makes it a lot creepier. That does make it much, much creepier. Then she grabbed Hansel and stuck him in a small coop. And when he woke up, he was behind a wire mesh used to lock up chickens. And he couldn't move about. Immediately after, she shook Gretel and yelled, Get up, you lazy bones! Fetch some water, and then go into the kitchen and cook something nice. Your brother's sitting in a chicken coop. I want to fatten him up. And when he's fat enough, I'm going to eat him. But now, I want you to feed him. Gretel was frightened and wept. But she had to do what the witch demanded. No, you don't, Gretel. You don't have to do what the witch demands. Go let him out of the coop. I mean, she really doesn't have the upper hand here. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're either going to get left alone in the woods or like... I mean, that's already happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're either going to get lost alone in the woods or you can fight the witch and get your brother back. And then you have a whole house to eat. Bam. Problem solved. So the very best food was cooked for poor Hansel so that he would become fat. While Gretel got nothing but crab shells. Okay, you're in the middle of the forest in Germany. Where are these crabs from? Do crabs come in lakes? We don't have lakes in southern Arizona. We have reservoirs. Yeah, there's usually like abandoned vehicles and shopping carts in the bottom of those. I don't think we have crabs, though. No, do crabs grow in other lakes? 
I, I'm not. I'm not doing a bit here. I, I legitimately don't know. I, I think crabs are usually like an oceanic kind of. Surely there are freshwater crabs. I mean, I, I think you're asking the wrong person. I grew up in the desert. <laughs> Every day, the old woman came out and called out, "Ansel, stick out your finger so I can feel whether you're fat enough." However, Hansel stuck out a little bone. <laughs> That's right. That's what I would do. <laughs> you ain't fattening me up, homegirl. And the witch was continually puzzled that Hansel didn't get any fatter. One evening, after a month had passed, she said to Gretel, Get a move on and fetch some water. I don't care whether your little brother's fat enough or not. He's going to be slaughtered and boiled tomorrow. In the meantime, I want to prepare the dough so that we can also bake. You're boiling your meat. You're not English, old lady. <laughs> I Roast know. your meat. Put it on a spit. Roast it. Or put it in the oven with the bread. Add an extra layer of trauma and make Gretel roast her brother on a spit like a little bit of butter turning on the thing that's still not the worst thing to happen to her in the story though it's really not <laughs> gretel gretel has some trauma yeah poor gretel so gretel went off with a sad heart and fetched the water in which hansel was to be boiled early the next morning gretel had to get up light the fire and hang up a kettle full of water make sure that it boils said the witch i'm going to light the fire in the oven and shove the bread inside Oh, that's why she's boiling the meat. Oh, she can't there's no fit. Room there's the no oven. room in the oven. All right, makes sense. I mean, fair enough. Why can't you just wrap wrap Hansel up in the dough? Then you have pigs in a blanket. I was thinking more like, uh, what's that thing called? Are you talking about beef Wellington? Yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of beef Wellington. Ah, oh. that's ground meat, though, isn't it? No, 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 it's steak. Oh, it's actual it's steak. steak I, yeah. I've never had beef Wellington. Yeah, so like a Hansel beef Wellington. Hansel Wellington. Hansel Wellington. <laughs> Gretel was standing in the kitchen and wept bloody tears and thought, It would have been better if the wild animals in the forest had eaten us. Then we would have died together and wouldn't have had to bear this sorrow, and I wouldn't have to boil the water that will be the death of my dear brother. Oh, dear God, help us poor children get out of this predicament. Once again, God helps those who help themselves, Gretel. Chop, chop. Then the old woman called, Gretel, come right away over here to the oven. When Gretel came, she said, Look inside and see if the bread is already nice and brown and well done. My eyes are weak. I can no longer see so well from a distance. And if you can't see, then sit down on the board and I'll shove you inside. Then you can get around inside and check everything. Okay, so that establishes why the witch can't tell that Hansel... Has gotten fatter? Has probably gotten significantly fatter over the course of a month. But is only feeling his little finger. <laughs> Feeling his little bone. <laughs> oh, I feel bad touched by that sentence. But that's I mean, that's what I would do. If everyone somebody, is bad touched in this story. If if somebody were trapping me in a chicken coop and trying to tell if I get fatter, I would be like, no, here's my dick. Fuck you. So I'm on board with that. I think it's literally a bone. No, like skinny finger. Yeah, I put uh, that much together. But... From, from a previous child, I'm sure. Oh, God, that's even darker. I just assumed he wasn't getting fatter. No, it's literally, he's literally holding out like a little bone, like like a bone. Oh! Probably a finger bone from a dead child. German fairy tales, y'all. Well, if it was a chicken bone, then she would be able to tell it's too thin. Uh. But if it's a children's finger bone, it's about the size of his finger. Oh my god, that's so dark. German fairy tales. Who read these to their children? Dear god. The Germans? 18th century and 19th century Germans. 
The witch wanted to shut the oven door once Gretel was inside, for she wanted to bake her in the hot oven and eat her too. Also, she is having roast meat in addition to boiled meat, in addition to bread. She just wants variety. I can respect that. I mean, that's that. fair. Me too. I mean, she ain't special. This is what the Wicked Witch had planned and why she had called to the girl. But God inspired Gretel, and she said, I don't know how to do it. First you show it to me. Sit down on the board, and I'll shove you inside. <laughs> so God inspired you to murder this old woman. I love it. Self-preservation. This is Old Testament God showing up here. I'm enjoying this. And so the old woman sat down on the board, and since she was light, Gretel shoved her inside as far as she could. And then she quickly shut the oven door and bolted it with an iron bar. The old woman began to scream and groan in the hot oven, but Gretel ran off, and the witch was miserably burned to death. Jeez. German fairy tales. Hashtag tell your kids. <laughs> no, don't. Billy, why are you having so many nightmares every night? <laughs> I was, I was going to say, the level of trauma children must have experienced with these stories. Can't even fathom. Then again, I had a uh, secret of Nim, and I turned out okay. Yeah, we had Secret of Nim, we had Watership Down. I never actually saw Watership Down. It's, um... I've heard, though. It's grim. Ah. Oh, damn it. Ah. Meanwhile, Gretel went straight to Hansel and opened the door to the coop. He's probably, like, super chubby now, eating all that food, honestly. Good for him. Good for him. Like, he was probably skin and bones before. Yeah. So now he's probably, like, a normal weight, you know? It's like, <laughs> he went from being, like... 20 pounds to, like, 50 pounds. Good for him. He can actually lift his own body weight. Now, <laughs> Good for him. Now he has the calories to burn to make it back to the house. After Hansel jumped out, they kissed each other and were glad. Oh, whoa, whoa, what? Th no, this, this isn't, like, a Luke and Leia thing. This got Game of Thronesy real quick. I'm not okay with that. I wasn't okay with it in Game of Thrones, either. I, I think it's a family kiss. You know, like, when your grandma kisses you f square on the lips? Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. Or your aunt. I mean, that doesn't happen to me often, but, you know. I mean, that used to happen in my family until the corona came. <laughs> now we don't touch each other. <laughs> now we never see our families. The entire house was full of jewels and pearls, so they filled their pockets with them. Then they went off and found their way home. Oh, so now you can find your way home. To be fair, they're not tripping on berries. They're not tripping on berries, and he's got the caloric intake now to make good choices, and he's not all foggy. I mean, what if they were literally just, like, 100 feet away from the house? I like to think that that was actually the case. <laughs> like, because the, 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 the old witch knows, like, oh man, Susan's gonna abandon her children in the forest again, and they're gonna come, they're gonna make their way almost home, but I'm gonna be just off to the side enough that I trap them. That's, see, that's brilliant. If you just have the house slightly off, offset so like they can't see you and can't come steal food from your house but you can steal their children yeah just close enough but just far enough away this this witch is a smart woman except for the fact that she got tricked to being pushed into her own oven i mean bitch should have gotten some fucking glasses if she's gonna <laughs> murder children so she can see better and not have to rely on the very children she's enslaved get that bitch some glasses bitches love glasses <laughs> bitches love glasses their father rejoiced when he saw them again he hadn't spent a single happy day since his children had been away. Now, he was a rich man. However, the mother had died. The mother had died and? The end. That's it? It just lays up the money. Don't get me wrong. The mother was a wicked, awful human being. <laughs> it just That's how it ends? That the mother died? German fairy tales. <laughs>
Oh, wow. So what did we learn about the story? What's this? What's the story about? You've got to have a really good economic plan if you're going to start your own business. And you need to have a fallback plan if it doesn't work out. And I'm, t- I'm referring to the woodcutter father. Yeah, so the woodcutter father is a woodcutter, probably because his father was a woodcutter and his father's father was a woodcutter. And so it really makes you wonder why he doesn't do very well. Maybe the city isn't growing. Maybe it's a, maybe it's an economic recession like we had in 2008, in 2016. And we have now. And we have now. Huh. Okay, I'm feeling for the father a little bit. Okay. And he has nothing to go by because, he, and he doesn't live in town, so clearly he's not a man of means anyway. He can't even travel, like, to the town, it sounds like. Not without taking the whole family with him so they don't starve to death. Yeah, so I think he's really out of options, and I do kind of feel for him. And he's in a very unhappy marriage, but at the same time, why couldn't he abandon his wife? His wife was a bitch. His wife was very cruel. I mean, you see, you see this kind of theme in, in fairy tales a lot, where the mother or the stepmother or some other woman, usually. The wicked stepmother. The wicked trope. stepmother trope. You know, like, it's just mean and cruel to these children for reasons for plot development and you just think okay but why are you still here and maybe i'm coming at that with a like 21st century mentality where you know women can actually have rights and leave their husbands if they think they're douchebags or husbands can leave their wives if they think they're assholes so we have a lot more freedom here in the 21st century but i guess in the 18th and 19th centuries it was a lot less your 21st century privilege is showing. I mean, a lot of my privilege is showing, let me tell you. <laughs> but also, I think this story kind of touches on the ideal of the patriarchal home. Is that the one made of bread? No, I'm talking literally about the father. So the father is a good patriarch. And the matriarchy, the mother, is trying to undermine the patriarchy. So now the patri- so the patriarchy is giving into the matriarchy and let and letting his children suffer. And then there's another matriarchy under which the children live, the house of bread, which which almost kills them. So two forms of matriarchy are trying to kill their children. But once the matriarchies are completely done with, the mother dying and the old witch dying, then there's a happy patriarchy and everybody's happy and riches come back to the home. Hashtag yay patriarchy. I uh I recognize some of those words. For the first time in like two years, I'm actually using my master's degree. I was going to say, you're putting that master's degree to use there. I hear it. Oh my God. (laughs) So weird. That felt good. Let's Let's do that next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Fairytale Fandango. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating wherever fine podcasts are sold. You can also find us on the internet at www.fairytalefandango.com, on Tumblr at fairytalefandango, all one word, and on Twitter at fairyfanpod. You can also find me, Jennifer Mori, on Tumblr at faironeforest, and on Twitter by the same handle. You can find Stacy Smith wherever fine wines are sold. And remember, the real gingerbread houses were the friends we made along the way. 